Welcome to episode 34, titled Retail Will Change Your Business. This is the Esthetician Chat with Stephanie Lanes of Stephanie Lanes Institute. We come every Tuesday evening on Clubhouse, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, to talk with all estheticians in the beauty business about our business. We're going to talk tonight. I'm really excited to discuss retail and how it will change your business. Many of you know that I've had aesthetic businesses. I've been an esthetician 19 years. I've had multiple businesses in the aesthetic beauty business. And all of the businesses that I've had have always focused on retail. I do find a lot of estheticians struggle with this specifically because they don't quite understand the importance of it when it comes down to the numbers coming into the business. We also don't concentrate on understanding our cost per service either, but that's a discussion for another day. The reason I like to talk a lot about retail is because I had a lot of issues in my business earlier in my career because I was not a numbers person. I was someone who avoided money. I avoided understanding money, paying bills on time, all of the things that come with money issues. It wasn't until I had to be forced to look at my money issues that I really started looking at the retail a lot differently. When you start looking at your money issues, you really need to start with the cost per service worksheet by Angela Green. I refer it all the time, Skin Biz School. That is a worksheet that will get you together specifically on your service dollars. And the reason we start there is because many of you think that your service dollars are going to cover every expense in your business. And we all know it does not. And if you have tried to run your business in this way, you've fallen short because the service dollars can only stretch so far. It's a simple number. And that number cannot be stretched to cover every single expense. So where does the extra money come from? Your retail. If you're looking to expand your business, bring on staff, change into a larger location, add an additional product line, that all comes from your retail dollar. It does not come from your service dollar. Your service dollar covers a part and portion of your rent every time you do a service, the cost you have to invest to buy the products to do the service, and then your hourly rate. And I always love having this discussion about your hourly rate because it's very important to understand you too need to be paid and you need to be an expense in your business. So that means you regularly need to have a paycheck coming from your business. So the cost per service worksheet breaks that number down, but all of those dollars that are allocated in that service are already spoken for. There's no extra. There's no extra. Because if you do the worksheet right, you will come out balanced. You charge that amount because it will give you this hourly rate. It'll cover the amount you need to invest in this, in the products. And then it'll cover the portion of your rent because every let's break down our rent. Your rent has a number attached to it. You should break it down hourly. Sometimes every 30 minute, what it costs you to rent where you're offering to do the services. So there's a number attached that doesn't change. Now the flexibility can come when you do a price increase it goes to your hourly rate. And I love always having this conversation, especially when I used to do my master classes and have people come and spend live time with me. And we would do this together as a group project. They would bring their service menu and we would look at the most popular service menu and we would plug in everything. We would plug in the rent. We would break down the time it took to the service. We would break down the cost to do the service, what it cost for those products that were used. And then typically what was left over was the hourly rate. 
And the reason we had a lot of tears over that was simply because people would have a lot of estheticians would say, well, I'm not going to work less. I'm not going to make, you know, less than $15 an hour or $20 an hour or whatever their number was. But when we plugged in that number to that worksheet, they were making less than $2 an hour because they guesstimated what the service should cost instead of actually figuring out what it should cost. Lots of tears happen because they did not do it correctly. So then when we started looking at where extra money could come from, it never came from the service because if what's left over to pay you is only $2, there's nothing else there. It's all gone. That's why it's really important for you to price your services the way you need to in order to include yourself in that hourly rate. So when we look at the retail, right? A lot of people always have excuses as to why they're not going to go and invest into retail. Um, Many of it comes from lack of understanding. Um, And unfortunately, very much uh, ignorance is is a part of that decision. Because when you look at your income coming in versus the expenses going out, you need the extra money from those retail dollars. Retail, if you are partnering with a brand that will give you 50 to 60% back whenever someone purchases, not only does it go back into the business, but it gives you that extra cushion. Because when you retail, the price of what you're selling, it already covers the cost you needed to invest to buy it. Then whatever is left over is what you can put in for the extra. That's where your extra comes from. So when I break this down into retail and I break down the changing of your business, every business that's struggling always needs extra money, right? Cash flow is always going to be the reason why many of us struggle is because we don't have a consistent cash flow. We're not consistently retailing. And then some of you aren't retailing at all. So the extra money is not there and it won't magically show up because there's no place for it to come from if it's not set up correctly. The reason I always give advice to retail when people struggle is because by the time, you know, you've done your cost per service and the time you've broken down all of your expenses in the business, we already see there's a mismatch. So what you're commanding from those services are not able to keep up with the expenses going out of the business. So when we, when we understand that, And we say, okay, now it's time to look for extra income. It has to come from your retail dollar. That retail dollar is what's going to make up where you need extra, right? I had a podcast that I talked about. Oh no, it wasn't even a podcast. It was a masterclass that I did on allocations. And that masterclass was always very interesting because allocations is something that a lot of people typically fear. They don't quite understand allocations. Um, And I always give really good examples of allocations when you start looking at your business in a different viewpoint. Meaning if I'm going to have my online store and I'm just going to do retail, I'm going to allocate those dollars for a certain expense. Or if I decide to do certain classes or hold certain trainings, I'm going to allocate that income to a certain expense in the building. I'm sorry, in the business. Our cost per service is an allocation. We are designating those service dollars to be covering the expense of our hourly rate, cover our expense of our rent, and then cover the expense of your back bar products. Those are all allocations. So when you start understanding retail dollars and what comes in and that extra money that's left over after you've paid 
to buy more product. Those are a specific allocation. Now, the nice thing about allocations is, is that you can designate it to be for any expense that you have in your business. You can even break it down to the point where you have your online sales are allocated to an expense and then your in-store retails or sales are um, allocated to a different expense. Like there's a lot of flexibility there, right? But many of us are not willing to understand how that could take a lot of stress off of our plate because those certain things are allocated to certain things. And the allocations are what allows you to see even more income because now you're not busting your tail doing all these services to cover every expense. Now you have retail covering an expense and then giving you extra where you can put it and save it. You have your in-store sales on your retail items that you can put to a different expense and then have extra to save it. You know, when um, I started talking the rarely, probably in the first or second episode, I think it's my first episode that I did in my podcast, I talked about money issues. And then I brought up, um, oh gosh, what is it? Mike McCallowitz, which I have been introduced to him through Maxine Drake when I went to her event in 2019. And so the entire profit first has been something that I have really taken, uh, uh, I've paid attention to it. When I was introduced to it in 2019 and I was looking at it through a different lens, his philosophy for small businesses is to allocate certain expenses to go in different accounts. So he has the philosophy of having six different accounts that account in your business. So you would have an account for your retail sales. You would have an account for your services. You would have an account for your gift certificate sales. You would have an account for the owner's bonus. You would have an account for payroll. Um, So all of those accounts, for example, those accounts would be allocated for that. You would have an account for a sales tax that you pay, whether it's monthly or quarterly. And then that makes you become a lot more accountable to your expenses. So you would have, and some people do this, where you have a main account that has all your income come in, and then you diligently divide everything up over those different accounts so that they just sit there. Some of the accounts should be at banks that you don't have any ATM cards or any visa check cards to attach to. Um, He suggests three or four different banks. So you physically would have to go get money. But the, the, when I was introduced to that philosophy, it really got me understanding even more so the importance of retail, especially when you start looking at everything that you have that's over and beyond your rent and your hourly rate and your back bar. We have a lot of expenses in our business. We have cell phones. Some of us have um, DSL or uh, not DSL. I'm sorry. I'm, look, I'm dating myself. We have internet fees. We have cell phones. We have, uh, if we have a towel service and sheet service, which I used to have, we have that expense. We have the expense of whether we're wearing scrubs or not. You know, we have a lot of other expenses in the business that is not covered in your service dollar. So when I started looking at this and understanding where the retail fall the fell in, the reason it changes your business is because now there's extra. So retailing has to be a decision and has to be an important decision and made just as important as your services. If you don't have retail, and I've said this, I've done this on a podcast before, you really have no business. Because the retail is where you have extra money, but the retail is also where you connect to that client on a whole different level. Now it becomes a team effort. 
Now there's a trust that has gained because the client comes to you with the problem. You are now the fixer and you're giving them the things to fix it because we have to get in our head that yes, it's important for our clients to see us once a month. That's 12 times a year, but the work happens at home with repeated application every day, which gives you 365 applications. So if we understand that and we understand building a team and this is a relationship business, then there really shouldn't be any confusion as to how retail changes your business because now your customer experience is different. The reason I suggest taking it further and including the retail into your service price is because those are things that not every esthetician is going to do. But if we know that that client that walks through the door is expecting to spend money with you, then I'm going to make it as easy as I can for them to give my business money and also solidify that relationship that we're building to correct and fix the issue they came to us for in the beginning. But we don't look at that. We're so stuck on the upsell. And I'm not a big fan of upsell. Um, I've gone to different places. I still get my facials. I still get my massage when I'm able to. And, and when I travel, I do go and get spa services. I don't like being upsold. I'm, I, and I used to, I used to, when I first started being an esthetician, upsell all day long. But I don't like it because I am now, as I'm maturing, love to see exactly what I'm spending on. So if it's going to be that cost, I don't have a problem paying the cost. But I don't want someone to upsell me on something that I feel that I just really don't need. But if it's included in the service, now it's a different conversation because it's already been paid for. So it's a different vantage point for me to look at, right? And this doesn't even have to be a full product. It could be a sample. It could be a gift bag. It could be something that you're doing. The whole Estee Lauder marketing brand has always done this. You spend so much, you get a free gift. And what do people do? They spend to get the free gift. So there are some, say, Brazil estheticians who have been doing exactly what I've been saying, and they're seeing a tremendous amount of income come into their business because they actually made it very simple and easy for the client to give the business money. There's no arguments. People love to see products included because they're going to say, well, what products do I get? There's no question. No one's upset. No one's disappointed. No one's feeling like they're getting upsold. But that retail now being included into the service price and you take it a step further and customize it for exactly what they need because it's already covered, they already paid for it, then that even gives a stronger, deeper connection to that client. It changes your business now because you're doing things that no one else is doing. You're thinking ahead because you know the client's going to need the help they're walking in with, right? And then people want to complicate that. Well, you know, what if they don't need a product? Everyone needs a product, honey. Absolutely everybody who comes into your treatment room needs a product. They do. And if you don't want to have it be that complicated, I always say do a promotion for the month and just try it. See how the clients respond. That will too change your business. And I always give this example, right? Ouch Bomb is our number one selling retail item. It's $35 um, MSRP. And for those of you who wax, if you see a hundred clients in a month and you times that by 35, that's $3,500 that you get on top of your service price because you included it into the service for post-care, right? 
why is it so difficult for us to think on this level when we know the client needs it? And I even go a step further with my marketing club members because I do coaching calls with them every other month. And I even say, just do samples if you don't want to commit to the full size. And then you have all the samples. We have now 15 different types of samples for post-care after waxing. You charge the price to include the sample and you give them the sample they need. The lovely thing about being a marketing member is they all get samples free every time they order. So, you know, I'm providing them with that opportunity to have more income. But even still, that's $10 for the sample. You multiply that by 100, that's another $1,000 on top of your service price. So, you know, when I state that retail will change your business, it really comes down to some really simple things. Do you understand how powerful the retail dollar really is? Do you understand in that retail income is where your extra money comes from? The uh, opportunity to invest into a new brand. If you're thinking about private label, all of that comes from retail. It does not come from service. So if you're wanting to possibly expand or get a bigger location, your first and last month rent comes from the retail dollar. It won't come from that service dollar. Now, you could always increase your cost per service when you have maybe a higher rent to cover the rent. But to get in there, you still need your first and last in your deposit. That's going to come from the retail dollars. There's no way for you to grab that from service because there's nothing left once those service dollars are allocated. So the reason it changes your business or retail is very important for your business to change your business is that's where the extra will always come from. So if you want to save up to do a really big project, it comes from retail. Saving that money that comes in, being diligent. But I cannot emphasize enough the estheticians who include products in their services, whether it's skincare or hair removal services are doing phenomenal right now because people like to know exactly what they're spending. They also understand the importance of having an online store. There's clients that may not be seeing you or haven't seen you in months, but they still want to support your business. Can they get on at two or three in the morning and buy a product and support your business? Do you allow that? Do you think that far ahead so that they have it easy to do that? Or do you limit your business because you feel that people aren't going to do that? You know, that's why I've always suggested to do a Facebook group and just link to your website because people are on Facebook 24 seven. They want to have a easier way to connect with you. That may not be text. That may not be a phone call. That might be right in a Facebook group. They may need to be reminded that they're running out of product and they want to go ahead and do that. And even if you don't have a website, before I had a retail website, I was a huge PayPaler. So I even got really good using PayPal to even having like little carts to use inside. PayPal is pretty interesting if you really take the time to look at it. Some for me for like two or three years, I didn't have a website. So all I did was send out PayPal links and invoices. And the nice thing about that invoice is that they can put in their information to where it needs to be shipped to, or they can, they can pick it up either one. They let me know, but it's paid for 
PayPal is nice. If you do shipping, it'll provide you options to either use, I think, UPS, FedEx, and the post office, and it'll print the label right off out of the PayPal program. And you can drop it off of the mailbox and put it in the mail. Too. I mean, it's so easy. Like I did that for so long before I decided to do a full-blown store, right? But then it wasn't easy. It wasn't like you can get a square store and it's pretty easy. I mean, square stores, from my understanding, are, are pretty simple. I didn't have that option. Back then, when you bought a website, you paid for a website. It wasn't, you know, an e-commerce was different than a static website. So you have to really kind of understand the, the, the part where we look at changing our business has to come from understanding why and how the retail is, is just as important as your services. And we can't separate the two. For me, I go one in the same. If I'm doing services, then I'm selling retail. There's no separation. And everyone is going to be shown, discussed, and educated on retail. Because like I said before, all of the retail dollars that come in are from me helping that client understand that you now, once you leave me, you're going to continue the work that we started today. So that means every day you're going to wash your face. You're going to apply your exfoliant. You're going to apply your serums. You're going to apply your moisturizer and your sunscreen in the daytime. At night, you're going to cleanse your face. You're going to put on your serums. You're going to put on either your night treatment or whatever you need to do. Like that's a team effort. So you're going to continue what we started here. And those are the words that I explained. And when you use those types of words, people are no longer feeling like they're being sold to or they're being upsold because you're trying to convince them. There's no convincing. You have to continue the work that we start here. It just has to happen. If you need the changes to be changed in your skin, the reason you came to me was for me to, to fix an issue for me, for you. And in order for me to help you with that issue, you have to do your part, which means you're going to continue the work at home. We started it here in the service, in the treatment room. You're going to continue at home until I see you the next time you come back. Like it has to be explained in that way. It has to be done in a team effort because nothing will change if there's no thing or nothing happening at home. So when I explain it and I, under, and I understand the importance of that, and I want those clients to be happy, they did come with me with the issue. They came to me to fix it and we're fixing it. Now comes all the benefits of that not only the extra income from the retail sales, but now the referrals come in because now we have solidified our business relationship. It's all connected. But many of you don't want to take the time and energy to invest into the retail. You're wanting to refer them to go to uh, over the counter, which is not the same. The access that you have to your cosmeceuticals is not the same as the over-the-counter products that are in a lot of these um, places you can go and walk in and buy. And I even did a podcast explaining the differences between cosmeceuticals and not cosmeceuticals. Like you want the products to be effective. That's why you partner with brands in the cosmeceutical range that are going to affect the skin. And they're going to affect the skin specifically the way you need it to be done. You're not doing your business any good referring to another business. Your goal is to keep as much of that dollars into your business as you can. So if I understand that this is a relationship business, I'm going to be even more specific with those clients because I'm going to provide for them what they actually need. 
And this is why we have some clients that get off track so easily. And they're so persuaded by these other brands that are not in your business. Or if you don't have retail that they feel like they have to find someone else because you're not providing them the solution they're looking for. And then they do worse to their skin. I've seen it many a times. And I've looked at clients and said, I never said for you to use this. Well, I went and I talked to somebody and they told me that they thought this was what's best. And I would just look at them. And here's the thing. These are even with people who were buying my products. It wasn't like these were people who didn't buy my products. I also had the same issues with clients who bought products because you have clients that just love to have stuff, right? And I would just turn the bottle around and say, okay, so majority of the uh, ingredients in here is just water. You paid a lot of money for this, but that's we're, we already have hydrating products for you. And we're working on your hyperpigmentation, which this product will not address at all. None of these ingredients will address that. And they'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I bought it. And I said, you know, you have everything you need. Let's just trust the process. And then I would go and pull back out my photo book and go back because I would love to take pictures of befores and afters or befores progress and after. And I would say, okay, this is when you came to me last year. And this is the last picture we took. Look at this. And they'd be like, oh my gosh. If you can just stick to our plan, we'll see even more improvements from here to the next time. Like I really was very intentional with my retail, specifically to the client to solidify the reason they came to us in the beginning, to solidify that relationship that we had built. And when I made it easier for them to not only get the products or get to me, and I made it available 24 hours a day, there was no more, you just, people just randomly buying something because they thought it looked good or they thought it would help. All of those things stopped because what I was doing was really helping them understand we are doing this together. So let me show you where we started and show you where we are. And look at these side by side, look at all of this. And people would be so amazed. And there's a lot of estheticians that have stopped doing that. I mean, we have so much technology. You could use your iPad, keep track of clients. There's different programs out there that allow you to take um, pictures of them and sign you know, a consent form for them to take pictures as you're doing progress pictures to show them. People wanna see the fruits of their investment. So when they've invested in you, they want to see results. And that is why I try to explain it so many different ways with retail and why it's so important for you to understand how retail can change your business. But a lot of us just really, we're quick on excuses and we're quick to say, well, I don't have the money to invest. And I always argue this and say, you actually do. And then I leave it at that. And then they're like, well, where? Well, let's start from the beginning. Are you charging enough on your services to cover your rent and your hourly rate and all of this? Because that's where we'll start. Then we'll look at, you know, whatever brand you're partnering with and offering this product in the price of the service. That is the fastest and easiest way for you to change your business. The quickest and easiest way. So when you announce your um, new pricing, your new pricing includes products. People are intrigued. They love to have one number and know they're walking home with something. 
And I love to push those who are already doing this, even for folks who, um, and they may not do for every service, they may do for their top one or two services, but then when they retail, they're doing gift with service. So if you spend so much this on your retail, you get a free gift. Like there's so many different ways that retail, retail can change your business. You have to be willing and open and honest with yourself on how much are you really wanting to see the change? Or are you okay with what is because this is just what you've done and you, you just can't invest into retail. I get people that say that to me all the time. And I always, I say the same thing over and over. You absolutely can invest in retail. It takes planning and then execution. So I always say, challenge yourself, do it for a month. Try it for a month, do a promotion for your number one service and include a product and do a special price. Just try it. What do you have to lose? All right, guys, thank you guys so much for joining me. You can check out my masterclasses that I have in the masterclass community. You can go ahead and click the link, go to Stephanie Lane's Institute and check it out. You can always listen to all of our other 33 episodes of Stephanie Lane's Institute and our esthetician chat. We will see you guys next time. Thank you. Take care. Bye.